Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Fireweed Metals, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol FWZ, on the OTCQB under the symbol FWEDF, and on the Frankfurt Exchange under the symbol M0G. I am chatting with the CEO, Brandon McDonald. Now, we are going to get an update, more of an overview from the 2023 drill program at the McMillan Pass Project in Yukon, also known as the Mac Pass Project, as Brandon and I will refer to it, mostly because we have all of the drill results now announced the company throughout the last month and couple of days released the final drill results from the over 22,000 meter program that was increased from initially 16,000 meters. The main focus here being the boundary zone, but there's also drilling at the Tom and Jason deposits. Brandon, give us a bit of an overview here, especially when it comes to that boundary zone. You have some of the best holes to date that were drilled in that last program at boundary. Boundary is really the, the major focus is here for the company. So in terms of 2023 at boundary, what were some of your major takeaways? Yeah, well, I mean, arguably in terms of drill meters from 2020, I think basically to now, almost every year, I think, or every year has been the over half the meters at least at boundary. So definitely, a, you know, a focus of our exploration or, you know, drill definition. Really, the outcome of this year was you can remember at the end of last year, we released that sort of long section and we said like, look, it sure looks like this gap between boundary west and boundary main, which we then referred to it as that, you know, it sure looks like there could be something in between them, a depth. This is some shallow drill, drilling in between them had come up empty, but nobody drilled a depth, you know, beneath them. So certainly in the way that the high grade was vectoring in both west and main suggested that maybe that gap was filled by something that's quite nice indeed. And so that's what really came out of the gate in 2023 you know, first holes straight in there, boom, hit, right? And so that gap zone connecting boundary west and main really uh, has, you know, delivered the goods in terms of our best ever drill holes. And any way you want to kind of cut it, whether you're thinking like total intersected mineralization over the length of a hole or or best intersection in terms of just within one zone or you know, whether you're thinking true width or or not, it's basically the, the best in the project all seems to be coming from there. And I think what's super interesting is there's this stratiform zone there. There's, there's two two kind of parts of mineralization and boundary. First, if there's a stratiform zone and there's a parallel, smaller stratiform zone there, uh, and then there's kind of this lower grade halo around them. Tom and Jason are stratiform. They have no halo, right? So So the existence of that halo at boundary it's interesting. Uh, we'll add a lot of tons, a lot of contained metal, and certainly make an open pit there much more desirable because what would have otherwise been waste, you know, could now potentially go to the mill. But these stratiform zones, as they get thicker, seem to get higher grade, which interestingly is a bit backwards from from at least Tom and and you know where Tom West, which is the the by far the bulk of the tonnage at Tom. Um, and really the bulk of the tonnage in our last mineral resource estimate from 2018, as it get higher, gets higher grade, it gets a bit narrower, right? So this is super interesting. 
you know, we don't think we've really defined the edges of, of boundary yet. It's getting higher grade to depth. Um, there's a bit of structural complexity in there that we have to work with, but it's, uh, you know, it's really, really meaningful in terms of both the impact to mineral resource and economics. So because boundary is such a focus for you and your team, rightfully so, because of the drill results, how do you balance out the work that you have been doing at Tom and Jason, those deposits? Yeah, and, and really the, the drilling we did at Tom and Jason this year, we're drilling that no word of a lie has been on the kind of like agenda, but, you know, not priority since 2018, right? Like since our last mineral resource, it was like, oh, hey, there's that looks like there's one zone at Tom that pretty good grade. It's not in the resource. Maybe we should, you know, put a couple holes down there. And same with Jason South. It's like, oh, there's some drill holes that intersected pretty good intersections that sit outside the resource. Maybe we should chase that. Right. So that's, we finally got around to that this year. And and I would add that, you know, our last drill results uh, release we put out on February 1st, you know, that Tom South as we're calling it, the way we think that that's quite possibly the same part of, or, or contiguous with Tom Southeast, that may, you know, produce a very significant amount of high grade tonnage there. And, and I mean, significant, I mean, we think about like Tom East, that's two and a half million tons at 24, 25% zinc equivalent, not big, but the grade's so high, you just a huge amount of, you know, net free cash flow out of that in, in, in the old uh, PEA. So Tom Southeast, you know, with some honestly pretty good grades, you know, and, and potentially significantly more than 2 million tons could be a real driver of economics. And I think that's going to be something we're going to have to delineate you know, this year in the 2024 program. Okay, another news release coming out of the company is an updated resource at the Mac Pass project. Now, it's been a while since you last updated that resource and you've done a lot of work. So, Brandon, can you just remind us when the last time was that you published a resource on the Mac Pass project and what work has gone into this updated resource? The the last resource for Mac Pass was 2018, right? So we haven't we haven't published numbers on this in in quite some time. And whereas the 2018 resource was Tom and Jason, and uh, that's it. The you know 2024 resource for Mac Pass will be Tom, Jason, End Zone, and Boundary, and as well at at Tom there'll be Tom North, uh, which was not included in the 2018 resource, uh, which is a lower grade but near surface zone. There'll be a small component of Tom South, you know, and I think the highlighting there is it's a it's a component of it, right? Like we know there's a lot more to Tom South than we've drilled. There's there's three holes in it, right? It's it's open in in almost all directions there. So um, it's it's going to be a, a very 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 different resource than the 2018. What should people be paying attention to then? Because you are bringing in so many different deposits it looks like or it sounds like from all the drilling and it has been so long since you last updated it there should be some major changes but what would move the needle for investors or even strategic other strategic investors yeah i think there's a lot of things to look out for there's the blindingly obvious thing which is the total size the average grade right contain metal these sort of things right I, I would encourage investors to pay a lot of attention to what's pit constrained versus underground constrained. 
and understand that, you know, the economics of 6% zinc uh, open pit may be better than 10% zinc underground. And in fact, I dare say it would be. And so understand that, right? And and I think I would undertake, you know, encourage investors to take a look at, you know, areas that have not been fully delineated, the boundaries, the Jason Souths, the the Tom South, et cetera, and, and consider like, okay, so we're just kind of getting a hint or or, or getting an incomplete picture of the total mineralization here. But we, we want to publish this because we want to update the market as to where we're at. But this is not like the... It's not like the final resource by any stretch of the imagination. There is still significant growth potential here. So in terms of that growth potential, when could we expect to see what the exploration drill plans are going to be for this year? Yeah, I guess, you know, we'll we'll, we'll publish that resource Q2. I'm hoping early Q2, but that, but that's a, a hope thing. I, I think it's, it's very deliverable in that time frame, but you know, modeling is a complex thing, right? And, and you have to iterate. And sometimes you do a couple more iterations than you thought you needed to do initially. And, and you know, you can very quickly be delayed a month, right? So I think we want to get that resource out. And then we want to really reflect our, our 2024 drill plans, which I think in the context of that resource, people will understand, right? I think in the absence of that resource, you put out a 2024 drill program, and people may, I mean, first of all, we may not be able to put out our 2024 drill program in the absence of that resource because we may need that resource to guide it. So I think that's, you know, a key thing is, is you know, this next three months is going to include the PEA at MacTung, um, which I think is going to be very meaningful. We're going to have the resource update at uh, MacPass. And then we're going to start talking about the drill program and kicking off the drill program for that matter too, right? So, um a lot happening and a, and a lot, you know, we'll do our very, very best to communicate, you know, the nuance to the market. Now, what about this PEA from the MacTung project? Because this project was just acquired by the company back at the beginning of last year, 2023. What should we be looking for? What went into this PEA? Yeah, you know, there, there's an old feasibility study on the project that was published in 2008. That was the basis for their submission for environmental assessment, North American Tungsten, you know, who, who was taking it through that. They only did a, a feasibility study on a very short amount of mine life, you know, a small component of the resource there. So really what we've been doing is understanding the, the limits of the environmental assessment, but then figuring, okay, well, if we were going to go beyond that, if we were going to expand some sort of expansion after getting into construction, what would that look like? So I think there's going to be an open pit component uh, down the line versus the the high-grade underground starter, which is normally backwards. Normally, you start open pit and then go underground. But in the case of Mac Tung, it's, it's twofold. First, that the underground is the highest grade. And second, that the underground is what was assessed. And so unless we want to re- restart the environmental assessment before going into production, you know, we have to go underground first. So I think they're going to see a, a much longer mine life than the old feasibility study. I think we see lots of optimizations to uh, trim the fat, quite honestly, a little bit in that feasibility study. They made some decisions that I think in context of the market now they would not make. So, um, you know, I I think it's going to be much different economics and a very good looking project. Now, is there any more work on the ground, even in terms of drilling or anything else that you need to do 
at Mac Tongue after this PEA is released just to further de-risk it? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, we've talked about this, and I think it's in our latest corporate presentation on the website, that we see a path to breaking ground in four years. It would be a bit quicker if not for the fact that by virtue of the past owner going bankrupt, there was a gap in the environmental baseline. So we've got to plug that gap before we get our final permits to, to construct. But we need to redo the feasibility study. So we'll put out this PEA. Then we'll want to do a feasibility study based on that. We need to do that uh, baseline. We probably want to get a bit more data on, on you know, hydrogeology, et cetera. There's a reasonable amount of work to be done for sure. The good news is it's not incredibly costly work. Uh, whereas Mac Pass, you know, the, the real cost to get that to production and, and real the real cost for the company, period, in the next, you know, X years is, is going to be the definition that infill drilling at Mac Pass, you know, at Tom, Jason, and Boundary. Whereas like that drilling is just not necessary at Mac Tongue. Okay. Well, Brandon, thanks for this update. I'll post a link to the Fireweed website and the news section so everyone can read over all the recent news releases. And please send me any questions you have for Brandon regarding the work plans for this year and some of those upcoming news releases on the updated resource and the PEAs. Brandon, thank you very much for your time. Again, we'll follow up as some more news is released. Thanks a lot, Corey.